When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me just say this. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I want to see Aaron Rodgers walking out. The Rich Eisen Show. I want to see two handoffs, one bubble screen, and a deep throw. Rodgers under center. Drops back. Lobs one. Front left pylon. It is caught. Garrett Wilson has the Jets touchdown. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky. Coming up, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. This is a fact. Proven by the fact that I'm now on television and inside your radio. That's odd for me to say something like that. But that's the way we're rolling here to kick off hour number two on this final week before the regular season of the National Football League begins. College football already underway. Baseball is getting red hot for some teams. Not the team I root for, but all good. In this hood, Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo, where they are. T.J. Jefferson, good to see you in hour number two on this program. Uh, He's one of my favorites, and I'm not just saying that because he's uh, kind enough to call in and on hold hearing this introduction, entering the 17th season of his tenure as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is Mike Tomlin back on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Coach? Great. Always good to be on with you, Rich. How you guys doing? We're great. We're great. I just want to jump in with the last time I saw you. How cool was that at the Pro Football Hall of Fame watching Rondé Barber go in? What was your perspective on that night of the jacket dinner, Coach Tomlin? Rich, I just don't have the words, man, to to be a part of his journey and to be with him when he was in his early to mid-20s and watch him build that and see the culmination of his commitment and his talents, man, it, it, it really just left me speechless. I was I was humbled and honored to be a part of it. And, yeah, you put the jacket on him with John Lynch as well, uh, Mike. I mean, what was that moment like for you, that moment? Man, I, I think back to when we, when we were all in our 20s kind of working together, mm-hmm. you know, and I was responsible for coaching those guys. And, and I took that responsibility very seriously, man. It's really kind of been a springboard for my career. I never wanted to let those two guys down, man. As a coach, to coach those guys, man, you had to be super prepared and organized daily. And they just brought the best out of me because I wanted the best for them. And to see them in their rightful place, man, in Canton, Ohio, man, it gets no better than that. Well, and also, just again, uh, um, I love being a fly on the wall. I'm so fortunate to be a fly on the wall for that weekend and then to be, um, you know, in the post dinner reception party and then just looking over to my right and seeing you talk to Bill Cower, and I thought to myself I'm a 54 year old guy those are just two of the only three coaches of the Steelers in my entire lifetime and I what is your relationship with Bill Mike man I love BC man he has been an awesome big brother to me um man I I've, I've done nothing but appreciate him more over the years man because this very small fraternity he and I are in uh, is a beautiful thing, man. Um, he knows the ground that I walk on. I'm always amazed when we get a chance to catch up and he can tell me exactly what's going on in my life because he's been there. Um, and that is a cool thing. Uh, I enjoy the, the brotherhood, the camaraderie. It was great to see him there. Um, I, I don't get enough time with him, but obviously, you know, he lives in NY and is very busy with, with his second career and all of that. So, but man, nights with him, uh, like that one, man, special for me. So what, what, what's the same where he says, are you doing this or are you doing that? And you're like, yep, hasn't changed. I mean, is there some specific that you, you know, can, just, you know, just the structure of how we go about our business organizationally. He knows where our organizational focus is on a, over a 12 month calendar and the head coaches responsibilities in it. And, and, you know, um, and he's right. And, um, and you know, and he is the only guy on the planet, man, that really kind of understands what it's like to, 
to walk in my shoes, man, and, and I'm so appreciative of that, and that's why I enjoy spending time with him. Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, prior to his 17th season as head coach in Pittsburgh right here on the Rich Eisen Show. From the outside, Coach, it looks like your team is ready and really improved from last year. I wonder what you think. You know, I think we'll find out, man, on September 10th and beyond, you know. Um, I know before we start playing preseason games, um, everybody's tone wasn't, wasn't like that. So um, I don't read too much into it when it's, when it's not supportive. I don't read too much into it when they're, when they're crowning us. The, the important thing is that, that we work continually, daily, to, to get better individually and collectively, and that's what I've seen from this group, and that's why I'm excited about them. Well, I mean, this is your 17th team, as I keep mentioning here. Uh, is there anything that you're seeing that is similar to other years at this time where it turned out to be an excellent season, Coach Talman? I just like the, the collective fearlessness of the group. Um, they're not scared, and 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 that's that's a major ingredient I think of of really good teams. Man, you got to be fearless. Um, what you're pursuing is rare air, and, and so you can't be bashful about the pursuit of it or fearful. And and I hadn't sensed fear in this group at any step of the process to this point, and and that's exciting to me. What's the metric of fearlessness? How do you measure that? Just just their willingness to compete. Um, their pursuit of victory as opposed to as opposed to the fear of failure um, you know we we got a challenging camp we do so thoughtfully we put them in competitive circumstances that's the only way to get to know them that's the only way for them to get to know themselves uh, we feel like that tees them up for preseason ball and then that's thus tees them up for regular season ball and I just like the spirit, the competitive spirit of this group. Is that the sparring that you were referring to the other day, other than just playing them? Sparring? <laughs> yeah, the boxing analogy, yep, that's it. Where'd you get that one? Where'd that one come from? Did you just make that yeah. up on the on the podium, Mike? No, no, I'm sure I probably heard it somewhere before. <laughs> I just I just can't remember, and I would love to cite my source if I could remember where I heard it, but I can't. But, I can't. but that just slipped out. Yeah, you got to spar if you're going to box, and, and your team is definitely full of sparring. Your quarterback, five drives, all of them wind up in touchdowns. Again, I know it is preseason, but what can you take out of Kenny Pickett's summer, Coach? I, I think I think he individually is probably a good representative of what I've been talking about. Man, the dude comes to compete every day. Um, he loves it. Um, he, he's getting better. Um, he's getting more comfortable in, in his shoes in terms of wearing the informal responsibility that comes with being him. And we all kind of know what that is, man. The quarterback is the is the heartbeat of a unit. It's, it's, he's the heartbeat of a team, and 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 he's been that before. Um, but it's the first time at this level, and I think he's more comfortable in those shoes. And and I think there's more fluidity in his in his play uh, because of all of the above. What about his vocal aspect of his game with his teammates? What, what can you reveal there for me, Mike Tomlin? Um, he, he is very vocal, um, emotional, um, fiery, um, and, and it's been fun to kind of watch, watch that natural component of him come out. Um, you know, I, I'm cheating because of the proximity uh, to his university. And so <laughs> I, I knew that about him, uh, but it's cool to see it, see that come out of him at the professional level. Have you counseled him on that front? Say, Hey, let's, let's, let's see it. Did, did you have to counsel you, him? I guess is the, you know, um, I, I think it has to be organic, but obviously he and I spent a lot of time together talking about a lot of things, you know, tangible, formal things, intangible things relative to, his position in mind, there's a lot of similarities at times between our roles. You know, we both get too much credit um, and when things are going well, and we both better be ready to absorb negativity when things aren't. Um, and, and so, you know, there's a lot for he and I to talk about. Well, I just think uh, his improvement or the sense of him being improved is, um, I guess, evidenced by the fact no one's talking about his hands anymore. Coach, you notice that? Nobody's talking about his hands anymore? <laughs> you know, that's just that draft. That's just that draft fodder. Sometimes that mm-hmm. that takes on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying nobody's talking about that anymore. I had George Pickens on the show the other day. 
What a delight. Oh, man. <laughs> I had him on the show the other day. Just a delightful chat. He told me you are telling him to do the routine things routinely. Can, uh, can you confirm that? That's what you're telling him. Yes, sir. Okay, what does that mean? I, I just want him to, to get really comfortable with, the, with what can be drudgery. The, 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 the things that, the high volume things that come with being a professional, um, the, the things that you need to do um, on a routine basis, making routine plays. We all know that he is capable of the spectacular. Um, and I love that about his game. Um, but, but I want to see him make the routine plays all the time. Um, you know, the stops at the sticks on possession downs, uh, the catch and run slants away from bump and run. Um, the routine things that, that big time wild outs do, um, that don't get a lot of attention. Uh, you just take it for granted. Um, if he's going to be what we need him to be and what he aspires to be, um, he's going to have this spectacular component of his game, but he's going to do the routine things as well. What does that mean to you when you hear that he is, um, I guess, recalling, uh, regurgitating your coaching points in in moments like this? What is that? What do you take away from I, I, that? I try not to give him an option. I probably say it to him three or four times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I bet so. And so when did you? When did he have you at hello? Did he have you at hello? When did you first see George Pickens and then turn to everybody and go, okay, uh, I think this is going to be a stealer? When did that happen for you, Coach? Man, I was watching Georgia play his freshman year on TV, and um, he made a freaky play, and I just never forgot him. Um, and, you know, I watch a lot of college football. I'm a college football fan. Um, and so I get familiar with the really good players, the guys that have outstanding attributes. And most of the time I, I, I see him pretty early on, and, and, and I saw him early on. Uh, but you didn't, need a, you, know, you didn't need a magnifying glass to see that talent. I mean, Darnell Washington, want to talk about another freaky talent uh, from Georgia. Is he, how, what, what's your vision for his rookie season, Coach? You know, I, I just really – Love the fact that he he embraces the blocking component of of the position. Uh, when we went down to Athens, man, they they said his personalized license plate was sixth offensive lineman, <laughs> and just the guy that embraces that component of the job uh, in today's game is exciting. He's got the physical attributes to boot. Um, he's been really good during team development, and so I'm excited about what he can bring um, at the point of attack in the run game. You know. We don't talk a lot about it, but, you know, you, you need guys that look like 4-3 ends to block 4-3 ends. And so, you know, he looks like some of these animals that play 4-3 ends. He's a big guy. You know, today's 250-pound tight end oftentimes struggles to block the 4-3 end. And so you better have somebody that looks like that. He, he physically looks like that. He has an appetite and an attitude for it. And so uh, I'm looking forward to him being – being a big-time help to us. And, and really, he's been better in the passing game through this process maybe than we anticipated, which is also a plus. Mike Tomlin, coach of the Steelers. A few more minutes left with him here on uh, two Mondays before kicking off the season against the San Francisco 49ers. We already established, again, back in the day, you with Tampa. You were obviously coaching the back end of the defense, but you've been around some really talented people there and where you currently are. Where does T.J. Watt rank you. Oh man, man, he he's in he's in that elite class, and not only because of his talent, um, but it, his commitment um, daily, um, the physical work that he does, the classroom work that he does, his approach to his business is elite. Um, it is Derek Brooks like, it is John Lynch like, um, it is like some of the guys that I've been around. Um, that, that we spent, had a chance to spend some time with a few few weekends ago. Um, everyone obviously talks about his talent. He's been a defensive player of the year and all of that. But, but man, he's such a really good example uh, to the young Steeler just on a day like today, just watching him go about his business and the professionalism in which he does it uh, and the urgency in which he does it every single day. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's – He's in the tip-top of that elite group for sure. And, of course, he's not the only one who could put the quarterback horizontal on your team. How good can this defense be, Coach? Walk me through that. 
You know, I think for us, it's going to be communication. We got quality players. Um, we got experience. Some of our experience is new to us. Elandon Roberts, uh, Cole Holcomb, Quan Alexander, um, Pat Pat P. Um, mm. You know, Keanu Neal. All are veteran players. We're all very familiar with those guys, and that's why they're here. Um, but as a collective, we're new, and, and so. I really think our ability to communicate and, and particularly, um, you know, in our home stadium, uh, the challenge uh, from a defensive perspective of communicating in the home stadium. A home stadium is an awesome advantage when your defense communicates. And so um, that's where our, our stress has been. That's why we've played some of these veteran players as much as we've played them throughout the preseason. It's just no substitution for getting those guys in a bowl and letting them compete and communicate because ultimately their ability to communicate and stay connected is going to define our level of greatness. When was the first time you met Joey Porter Jr.? When was the first time for that? For you? <laughs> I think I think he was I think he was eight or nine. He and my son were in a track meet in, in Sacramento, California, met at a national track meet mm-hmm. and they were in a prelim together and they were in the same heat. And, and and me and his old man wanted to bet on the race, so <laughs> as, as as some dads would do. Yes, uh, that's probably the first time, man. But uh, it it is funny. It's it's really dating me. It's, it's making me realize how long I've been at it. Yeah, I know. Have you caught yourself again? I know you're intense and you're 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 locked in uh, at every moment. But have you caught yourself? Oh my God, I cannot believe I'm coaching this kid right now in a Steeler uniform. Um, probably in moments when, you know, when we're not busy, right. you know, you run into them in a the cafeteria or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, in the midst of the work, you know, um, I, I really don't think a whole lot about it. He had such an accomplished career at, at Penn State and, and no, so I'm not surprised that he's here. Um, but when I think about the history of it, how long I've known this kid, uh, throughout his life. It is pretty funny. I mean, young, old, we've just uh, wrapped this conversation up, Coach. Just went through your roster and some of the moves, and we haven't even hit all of them, certainly from the draft and some kids that are looking really good in the preseason. Do you, at any point prior to the f- week one or already have, played the nobody believes in his card? Do you do such a thing, Mike Tomlin? No. Um, no, they, they you know... They know I don't care. Um, I, I, I can't play that card. This, this group knows me, mm-hmm. and they know I don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'd be less than genuine if I played that card. You know that devalues my position in this whole conversation, Coach. You know what I mean? As a member of the media, I mean, if you don't, you know, believe you don't, you don't listen to the outside noise, all of us in the media feel like we're insignificant, Coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitively not you, man. Um, I appreciate your service. (laughs) That I appreciate. Uh, Before I let you go, I lied one last one. I know this is not your team, but Brian Flores looks to be ready to roll in Minnesota, and I'm wondering uh, your conversations with him that you're willing to share or what he might bring to the table and and how he might be able to tighten the bolts in that uh, organization there on the defensive side of things. Coach, you know, not speaking specifically about about the Vikings because obviously I've been focusing on our group, Understood. but uh, I just know Brian Flores. I know what a special guy he is, what a special coach he is, and I'm not going to be surprised ever with the levels of success that he has. Um, I'd imagine they're going to play some really good defense up there. Coach, I appreciate the time right here. Uh, always, I I do not take it for granted. It was great to see you in Canton, and I hope to see you down the road. Thanks again. My brother, no problem. Thank you. Right back at you. That's at Coach Tomlin if you want to find him anywhere outside of a sideline or a practice field of the Pittsburgh still is the great Mike Tomlin who's going to have a gold jacket himself one day. I can tell you that. Definitively, he will have a gold jacket. Well, I just, that was so funny. Like, he can't play the nobody believes in his card because the team knows he doesn't care. I don't care. They know what I don't care. Just like, <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't funny. ring true. I'm still laughing at that. <laughs> Not, I it wouldn't ring true if he did that. Yeah, It would be not genuine for him to do that. Nobody believes in us, which, by the way, is a fact. I bet if you 
look at folks' previews and predictions for AFC North finishes, the Steelers would be fourth, if not maybe ticking up to third. A total afterthought. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow, forget it. Oh, man. Lamar Jackson, he's been paid. What are the Steelers doing? Kenny Pickett with his hamburger helper gloves, throwing the ball around. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Warner got a gold jacket with gloves. Like I got that, it. So. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, what, what's he going to do? Really? Yeah, this mean, team? Yeah. This team that had a fight and claw to make sure this coach didn't have a losing record finally? I get it. But I just named everybody. In, or not everybody is what I'm saying. I just need a whole bunch of players that are really good and they're healthy right now. Knock on wood for them. Uh, that's a sleeper team right there, folks. Pittsburgh Steelers. I think I, I think they make the playoffs. I'm going to stand by my original. Which is? I don't know if that's a hot take, but. <laughs> I, I mean, we got a hot take a little, right? I, well, I, I, all four teams in that division go. No, I know you've said that. I think that's wild. Because if, sti- it ha- if it doesn't happen, Chris, you're not going to remember it. But if okay. it does, then you got to take one out. That's your. That's your. This you is, this take, is the Brockman rule. Got to take them out. You so, can't just sit here and go. They're in. So who, who are you taking out? Chargers don't make it. Dolphins, Jets don't make it. The Jets didn't make it last year. No, I know. I'm saying, but a lot of people think they are now well, this mean, year. So just, I'm just forget about. Don't 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 get too deep in the weeds about predicting who else makes it. You got to take one out from last year. You mentioned two of them. Give me one. Chargers, Dolphins. Yeah, I think they both make it again. They do. So then who's out? I don't think four teams from the north make so it. So then the, then the Ravens are out or the Bengals? They played each other. I think one of them is oh, out. Oh, my word. I don't know about the Bengals. What if Burrow's uh, calf just... Uh, Dude, heaven forbid. Can't heal. But I'm, I'm kind of with you. I do love... I'm, I'm high on the Steelers. Clearly, we keep yeah. talking about them around here. Yeah. Mike Tomlin, everybody. Good, I am not playing nice. the nobody believes in his card because <laughs> everybody in that locker room knows I don't care. Because nobody <laughs> believes that I what care. What an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Overreaction Monday when we come back and more of your phone calls at 844-204-RICH. Call us because we do care. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I will say this. Yes. I I am a man that knows when he's defeated. Yes. I was beaten this year. Yes. Um, So my business manager was supposed to have the hat for us. He did not. Oh, we're throwing Jamal under the bus. Who are we throwing under the bus right now? He did not bring that. Who is thrown under the bus by the bus just right now? See, he didn't even show his face. I, I, I was willing to. 
Where this hat? He had it made up. Well, he told me that the hat that he made up had the final score. No, he had the hat on there. Whatever. It it was a hat. I don't know what that. The hat is supposed to read the following. I am going to listen to this. Okay, hear this. Yes. Hail to the victors, valiant. Hail to the conquering heroes. Hail, hail to Michigan, the leaders and best. (laughs) Wow. Wow. He's that good, was man. pretty epic, actually. And he nailed all the words. Well, he grew up in the, the state of Michigan. He should know them. He should know them. I mean, that I was like not, 40 I years ago. I did not know ago. them. I had to look them up to make sure I was saying it correctly for you. Also, you, also I'm getting visions of, like, it was, Jerome practicing before yeah, he came out here. That did sound rehearsed. Yeah, it sounded yeah, rehearsed. That was I mean, great. That took a lot out of me. Great you job, that. Jerome. You know that. That you was awesome. That was awesome. All right. Uh, the great Jerome Bettis is multiple appearances on this show is on our YouTube page. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, Chris, you missed a couple uh, last week when Suze was uh, sitting in there and you were drafting in Kansas City. Uh, more fans calling in to play the win loss game. Oh, off nice. the rails. Oh, just everybody's going 15 and 2? <laughs> no, we had a, a few 13 and 4s, right? We had a few of them. There was a Vikings 13-4. one that you got very upset with, well, right? I, I just called it beforehand. I said, this guy's going to say 13 and 4, and it was 13 and 4. Yeah, like, we basically, had, Chris. Andrew in Minnesota had 12 and 5 for the, uh, <laughs> for the Vikings finish. Basically, Chris, according wow. to all of our callers, the Cowboys are going to eventually end up with Marvin Harrison Jr. because we're going to have the worst record, worst in, record in the, in the, league, in the yeah. league. Justin yeah. in Maryland had the Jaguars at 13 and 4. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Jake Tapper leads the field with a 16 and 1 choice for the Eagles. I mean, that might happen, though. But, I hope not. But in terms of fans calling in, none more nutty and off the rails than the guy who says his Broncos are going 15 and 2. Nick and Corona is back on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> How you been, Nick? You enjoying your 15 minutes of fame on our YouTube page? Nick? Hey, th- thank you so much. I am enjoying every bit of it. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, um, <laughs> might as well just keep it going. What's on your mind? So I got a chance um, to listen to you on Friday on what's more likely, and you continue to bash my quarterback. And I think what's more likely, uh, Matthew Stafford does better than Russell Wilson. So I figure I'd call in on a Monday overreaction after the Broncos 41-0 and um, preseason game over the weekend. Oh, come on. The Broncos will do better than the Rams this coming season. Better record? Better record. It's not an overreaction. But I like both teams. I like both coaches. I like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and choose one over the other. The reason why I chose Stafford over Russ to return to form um, is because we saw Russ last year with a similar group, and I understand the coach is different and the, the, the whole situation is different. But, you know, Cooper Cup's coming back and Stafford's healthy and – I don't know. I just chose Stafford over Russ. I still need to see it. I want to see one more no. time here. Russ does look really healthy. Does it, doesn't it look like agree, Russ is in better shape? Like, when another wide receiver gets hurt either. Like he went on the RW system. Oh, he down 15, I think. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Not to go all Ryan Clark on you, but I mean, he looked pretty good. <laughs> but thanks for the call, Nick. No, I agree. All right, cool. all right Nick. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible. Oh, Del Tufo just uh, thumbed him. Yeah, yeah, Mike was done. No, That's was, messed up. Mike got called out. Quick trigger on that, huh, Mike? I thought they was. Uh, How would you answer that? Russ returns to form more than uh, what's more likely. That you were the one who threw that one out there. What, like, did, I, what did I say? I forgot. <laughs> Rich, I wrote that in a uh, Casey Hayes did at you like really? midnight. Are you serious? <laughs> I was working. Oh, excellent, de- excellent dedication on your part. I was working late. Good to know that you're doing stuff drunk. <laughs> um, did you guys have the, the, okay. the story about Stafford that came out? 
No, I, not I got connecting off, to his teammates. Yeah, I got this off of Twitter, so I don't know how reliable this source is, but yes. apparently he's having a hard time, like Brockman said, connecting with his young teammates, having to go as far as having the equipment staff print out a Facebook, mm-hmm. air quotes, so they could remember everyone's names. And it's, I guess well, he's I so mean, much older I, and everyone else is so much there's younger. Also, there's also, uh, you know, 100 people in a, in a training camp, and it looks like, what is aren't half of them new? Like the Rams have a lot. They're a young team. One of the youngest teams. Something because I, I share. I share here. Sometimes when I go to the NFL Network campus, I wouldn't mind a Facebook too. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody. And knows I've been you. there. I've been there twenty years. Yeah, that makes sense. I do a lot of head nods. Can we just walking hey, in the hallway? Hey. Tim. Speaking of what's more likely, how about hey, me? Uh, how about me predicting the Lance trade? <laughs> what? I said, more likely, Taylor or Lance get traded. I and basically I, called that. And I said Lance as well. Is that a prediction, that aged though, well. or is that a question? That aged well. No, no. But so answer, your, answer the one. You said which, which guy's going to return oh, more to his man. MVP form. And, of course, neither of them are well, MVPs. Well, you know, Broncos are playing the Rams. I understand, so what you're saying. I, got, I understand what you were saying. But, obviously, Stafford didn't play. Yeah. I chose Stafford over Russ. That's a toss-up. Would you take – well, you're not allowed to do that. I guess I would take Russ. Okay. And you call yourself a season ticket holder. What did you do for the bigger disappointment? What, what was Jet, that one again? Jets or Giants. Bigger New York disappointment in 2020. We that, all that was saw through contempt. your ruse. You we saw through your ruse. What did you, what did you pick? <laughs> the Giants. Oh. Hmm. I might have cursed you as well. <laughs> Not on the air. It was off the air for sure, though. Well, no, Rich curses Susie on the air appreciate, now Susie appreciated your tone. I thought that was... Well, she said that, you, that also wrote, you also wrote down, like, uh, <laughs> skewing positive. You wrote that in parentheses. You gave parentheses. her direction. You gave her, like, some stage direction. Skewing positive. No, I said all these were based on pre- this week's preseason matchups. No, I know that. But yeah. you wrote one, and then you wrote in parentheses, skewing, skewing positive. positive. Like, we needed to give... Uh, you, no, Hoskins wrote it. Come on. Oh, oh okay. I'm not Mr. Positivity. Come on, <laughs> I did think it sounded a little weird. It, <laughs> it was, did sound on, uh, off-brand. All right. You were on, on <laughs> brand last go. week. That was off-brand. Let's talk him. about on-brand. It's Monday. It's time for Let's Overreaction go. Monday. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, soon to be a podcast every single Monday. We're still going to do it, obviously, on this show every Monday as well. Christopher, the floor is yours. All right, so during my draft on Saturday, we were watching Jets and Giants. Man, one thing really stuck out. Oh, boy. Garrett Wilson's so good. He is going to lead the NFL in receptions and yards. Nah, that's an overreaction. Are you nuts? He got, like, he got like 38 targets in the two drives. I understand that. <laughs> He's so awesome. You got awesome. some decent wideouts on your squad, though. I understand that. Uh, I, I'm just not going to sit here and say he's going to lead the league in receptions and yards. Like he's going to go like two-thirds of a Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's going to go for it. I would love that more than anything else, and I'm not going to jinx it. I'm going to go overreaction, not saying it's impossible, not saying it's within him. Uh, it's not within him. No, I'm, 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 I'm just going to say... That um, I don't know. Just because we saw, we didn't see either of their two starting running backs. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I want to get in and get some rhythm and get the hell out of there, I'm looking at the guy I trust the most, and that's number 17. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And I'm not going to sit here and take your bait or your cheese. It was pretty impressive. I mean, it was it was very <laughs> impressive, really and it makes good. you think like he's going to have a big season. Yeah. But to lead every receiver in both categories, like, how many how many times have we seen that? Justin Jefferson still plays in the league. I mean, why can't he have one twenty and eighteen hundred yards? He can. Uh, I would love it. That means the Jets are going to win the division if that happens. Possibly, yeah. But for the moment, I'm just going to side of. Just what seems rational, and then the irrational is I'm not going to jinx it. <laughs> What's next? All right, watching all the highlights I, uh, of these rookie quarterbacks. Uh, made official by D'Amico Ryans after last night's performance. Uh, C.J. Stroud's going to have the best season by a rookie quarterback. I'll say, uh, I'll say no to that. I'll say that's an overreaction. Uh, I'll still go Bryce Young. Really? Yeah, I will. Mm. I will. Okay. I will go there. That's what I will say. Interesting. This um, is an Ohio State can, thing? No, it is not. Yeah, can I ask why you think that? Because we haven't seen Jack out of him. 
You're, you're, you're looking through the preseason lens. This kid is number one for a reason. I think Frank Reich is going to have have him dialed up. I think they have some other problems on this team, potentially. Like the O-line? I don't know. If I had to choose. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would. I, I Yeah. I, I have some. I don't know. Anthony Richardson, if they have, if he has, if he gets Jonathan Taylor back, I would choose him. I would choose him. A lot, of, a lot of seven for 18s in the preseason. I understand though. that, but it's preseason. Let's see I what know, happens. And he and again, I just think we haven't seen the full Bryce Young, and I'm just going to rely on that. You see the Colts cut Kenyon Drake? Are they in a position to be cutting running backs right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to call him Barty Lenny. Right? Or you need to sign 2-8. I honestly don't know what the hell's going Get on. Get him there. back in the camp. 2-8 is signed. He's choosing not He's to choosing play. choosing not to play, yeah. What else you got over Bring there? Bring him back. All right, Josh Jacobs did get paid, though. He got, what, a $2 million bump on the, uh, went to the Saquon Barkley oh, route. Before, before you continue, oh. just one last thing. It's not an overreaction to say C.J. Stroud will have the best season oh, you of just, all three Oh, you just think it's going to be Bryce. Correct. Got it. Right. Uh, Josh Jacobs uh, led the NFL in rushing last year. I think he's going to maybe do it again. He's going to have the most rushing yards among the RB Zoom crew. <laughs> It's not an overreaction to say that, but uh, I'm 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 still gonna I don't know. I don't think it, I don't know if it's gonna be Saquon either. What Derrick Henry was on that Zoom, wasn't he? He was. Derrick Henry's getting up there a little bit. Uh, it's not an overreaction. I'm rooting for him, but I I I, I would again. I don't know. if This sounds like prop betting here too. I, I just don't think. Uh, I don't know. Back to back years. It's just, who was the last one to lead the league in rushing back-to-back years? Uh, I think it was Derrick Henry, See? actually. Der- oh, Derrick Henry? I have it, actually. Wow, it's open to the page. Hey! I have that. Last year was Jacobs, year before was Taylor, and the two years before it was Henry, then Zeke, then Hunt, then Zeke, then Peterson, DeMarco, and Shady. <laughs> Those were the last 10 lead oh, yeah, rushers. So I'll, I, I will just say... Uh, you know, it's not an overreaction, but I don't think it'll happen. What else, Chris? Josh got a new number as well, Chris. What I else? I went to eight, right? Yeah, I think that's cool. Eight. I like the single digits. Uh, obviously, Trey Lance traded Friday evening to the Dallas Cowboys. Trey Lance is going to win a Super Bowl ring before Kyle Shanahan. Get out of here! I love that. <laughs> that's the best thing you ever did, Chris. It's it's just like you know you're <laughs> you're using. This is a conduit for your own agenda, and I don't appreciate it. What do you mean? This is a very sacred segment we I'm have here. The cow- I'm saying Monday. the Cowboys win before the Niners. That's all. all. Right. That's an overreaction. Right. I think that's, that's absurd. Reacted, Chris. I think the, the, the Niners have a better roster than the Cowboys. Do the, I do. Can I ask you a question, Rich? When Dude, you who's, say the that? Rain, who's the reigning defensive player of the year? And you know how I feel about Micah Parsons. Yeah. Micah Parsons might be MVP of the whole league. I understand Can that. Can I ask you something, Rich? I, I understand that. Your, but where is that reigning defensive player? He ain't in camp, is he? He's ATC. He'll be there, don't okay, you worry. Well, why are we not talking about the fact that the, possibly the best defensive player isn't in camp? Like, how many no re- speaking on How him. many reps will it take him to get ready for the season? One. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the 49ers better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of in on the Cowboys. Are story. you really? Kind of. So you do you believe what you just put down there? Okay, moving on to use the... Uh, Brian Gumble phrase. What's next? <laughs> hey, you know who was awesome? Calling plays? Dak should just call the plays. If he can do that for Will Greer, imagine what he can do for himself. Because he's better than Will Greer. Let me tell you something. Just let Dak call the plays. This, what does he need McCarthy for? This is the this greatest is, overreaction Monday ever. What does Monday he need ever. McCarthy for? Let me just say this. This sounds crazy. It's totally crazy. But that's not an overreaction. If he calls the plays... For, for Will Greer. Went 29 like of 35. And it's just like. And four touchdowns. Let me do it. Yeah, but guess what, guys? It's a lot easier when you got the headset on and you don't got a pass rush. I don't know. Terry Bradshaw called his own plays. Jim Kelly used to do it. And it's also oh, that's proof. True. It's proof that Dak has the neck up ability. Yes. Like everything else in his body. So, I don't know. How many times did Rodgers overrule McCarthy back in the day? Probably all the time. So maybe. <laughs> well, he was taking Dak naps and getting <laughs> massages. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Let Dak call the plays. It's not an overreaction. Maybe slightly, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> it's not. It's a great It's a great leap of like, if he can do this for another human, what can he do for himself? He can do it for a guy who just got cut. 
Well, also, he made knew Will he was going. He made, he made, you know how much money Will Greer just made because of Dak? He knew he was getting cut, so the offense was, they put yeah. him they in the position. They were trying harder? They put uh, him in the position know, to succeed, I think. What else? All right, a couple more. Uh, I'm gonna. I was looking at the uh, the guys who won the division last year. Teams who won the division. I think we're gonna have four new division winners this year. So last year it was Buffalo, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Are these your choices on Kansas the board? Kansas City. You've got you've got the Seahawks, uh, Lions, Steelers, and Saints up there. Those were not my choices. That was an editorial decision. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eagles, Vikings, Bucks, and Niners. I think we have four new ones. Well, the Eagles, for sure. That's not an overreaction. Because if the Jets can put it together, right? the Dolphins can put it together, if the Ravens can put it together, or Steelers. the Steelers can put it together, you know, if the Titans can put it together. Packers. I'm I'm moving. By the way, I'm skipping over the AFC West. Yeah, if if the bother, Cowboys yeah. can put it together, like if anybody Seahawks. else in the yeah. NFC, it, I, I, it's entirely possible. So We're predicting the NFC South later, and I'm predicting a changing of the guard. I think we all are. Yeah. So that's not a, that's that's not out of the realm at all. Four new division winners. All right, then how about this one? Two teams that finished last in their division last year are going to make the playoffs this year. Well, the Jets finished last last year. <laughs> Browns, Texans, Broncos, Commanders. That's a hot pick this year. Bears, Falcons, Bears. And Cardinals. Two last place teams. I last think that's year. that's not an overreaction either. You just named. A team that can win the division and a team that can make the playoffs is a wild card right there and potentially win their division. So two last place teams. What are the last place teams again? All right. Last place teams. Uh, Cardinals, Falcons, Bears, Commanders. Yeah. They can make Broncos, Texans, yeah. Browns, so Jets. So just a quarter of those teams make the playoffs. Right. I'm, I could think I could see all of that. That's that's not crazy. That's not crazy at no, all. Not crazy. You, okay. you came up with a lot of crazy, including one that I agree with. <laughs> Let Dak call the plays. Let Dak cook. Come that's on. what I'm saying. Let Dak cook. I don't know about that. Oh, let's start that. Do you think we need one more? Oh. oh. All right, we'll get one more. Okay. All right. <laughs> Here we go. This is tough for me to do because, you know, I don't like to backtrack, but... Maybe I owe Baker Mayfield an apology. Uh-huh. Oh, what? Okay. Look at look at look at his preseason numbers. I huh, know buddy? he was so good. Fourteen to fifteen, one hundred and six yards, two touchdowns. So these, are you and a one thirty-five? Are, are these errors rate. and omissions? Is it, are we adding a new a new <laughs> overreaction Monday moment? Like, here's the thing: is like I've been kind of slagging. You've been overreacting, like, is what you're saying? I, yeah, I've hey. overreacted the last couple weeks. Wow, what a wrinkle! Basically saying he stinks. You once said the man had an arm like a t-shirt cannon, so at some point you were on board. That felt like 30 years ago. Yeah, very, oh, no. A very O. Henry-like twist. O. Brockman. O. Brockman. Twist at the very end. He's growing up. I owe, I owe Baker an apology. What a wrinkle. I owe Baker an apology. Okay. So what's that? Is that it? That is it. Okay, very good. Wait, so is, that, is he overreacting or is he not overreacting? Uh, uh, is he? Oh, no, he's not. What have I been saying here? Well, I don't want to give you any credit. I'm more <laughs> apologizing to Baker. That's your man right there. That's Is your he? man. Because sometimes man. I feel like I'm, he's not. Or I'm not his. I can understand Very that. Odd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're what saying. I'm telling you. That's Evans. That's Godwin. Yep. Well, no Evans. It's been Godwin. So but when, when it starts in a, in, in a week and a half. I know, but it's going to be no Jensen. That's going to be a problem. That is a, that is a major that's issue. A problem. Ooh, but not yeah, during the preseason. True. Look at you. Oh, my All right, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Hour number three is all for us. We're out of guests. It's just us. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Man, it's a shame about Otani, as you know, about blowing out his pitching elbow. And, of course, you know, him just being a gamer, gutting it out at the plate. Just He's he's half the player that he – hold on a minute. I'm told he hit a ball so high and far, but yet foul that he broke the the the. Oh yes, he broke part of the scoreboard. <laughs> wow! In wow. Uh, in Queens, he, he knocked that little thing above the C out. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's amazing. 
Those are expensive. It was, it was so high those and far and hard. Uh, and the Mets had some fun with them later on. Um, there it is. We're sending you the bill for that, Shohei, is what it popped on the uh, the city field next time he was I up. like these video board operators hey. having some fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, Angel, the Angels one I showed. Yeah. Yeah. All those, those, those uh, pictures I took when Coop and I went. Look, Rich, you, weeks ago. you know what the Mets will do? They'll just take that out of his salary. Yes. Wow. Sure, not garnish his wage. We'll garnish his wage. Just a little, you know what? We'll give it to him for free once wow. he signs. You know, that's... There is less pie. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't know what Jerry Jones tried to do. You know. Did you hear the GM of the Angels said that they offered uh, Oshohei and his uh, representative a couple weeks ago to check on his pitching elbow? Because I guess they figured something was up. Or, I saw that, yeah. And, and he said no. They declined, yeah. Wait, they they Shohei and his team declined to get his wing checked out. They felt like he was okay. Wow. But he's had blister issues and arm soreness uh, kind yeah, of all year. Yeah. Broken yeah. fingernails. Yeah, because he's... Because he does he's, everything. It's what happens when you're Cy Young and the oh, Silver Slugger. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Right. You know? It kind of wears you down a little bit. Hey, your body has to break down a little bit. Man, I'm just hosting and working out three times a week. It's tough. Well, the doctors in New York, specifically <laughs> Queens, are really good. You try to do pickleball so. and then show up two oh, days later. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Sit in this I chair. Play, I like, played golf Thursday and Friday in 102 degree heat. And, how, and you probably were sore after that <sighs> back here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Brockman texted me on Friday. I think I lost five All right, pounds. Here we go. <laughs> Brutal. Mike Hoskins, this one's for you. Our coordinating oh, producer, who is a diehard fan of the team that resides in western New York. We have yet to have somebody call in to do this. Oh, baby. And Chris oh, in South Carolina has going to provide this moment. Here we are. What's up, Chris? You there? Mr. Eisen. Yes, sir. Nice to talk to you, and thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. What's on your mind, Chris? Uh, win-loss for Buffalo. There we go. Win-loss for Buffalo. I need, I need some inspo. There's the inspo. I need the schedule. Oddly enough, Mike Hoskins has it so ready, it's popped up on the screen. Am I going to be angry after this? I don't know, but here we go. Chris in South Carolina, the big Monday night opener at the Jets. What happens? Lose. Hold on a second. Whoa. Are you all right? Hold on a second. <laughs> what? Uh, is this the first caller that's called yes. in that said that they've lost? The, the season first, opener. I believe so. This is the first 0-1 yes. we've had in the win-loss yes. game. I can't be sure, but All I think right, you're Chris. right. All right, Chris. Here we go. Next up, home for the Raiders. Win. At the Commanders. Win. All right, we're above 500. Home for the Dolphins. Lose. Whoa! Oh, oh, yeah. Chris. Oh. Okay. So we're all sitting here saying, oh, they're in second, third place. They have to be in third place if they lost two games in division, including a home one. Going to Tottenham to take on the Jaguars in London. What happens? Hello, Governor. Win. Three and two against the Giants at home. Win. Take that, Dayball. Four <laughs> and two at the Patriots. Win. Five and two home for the Bucks on a Thursday night. Win. All right, that's a four-game winning streak at the Bengals. Lose. Six and three Monday night at home against the Broncos. Win. Seven and three against the Jets. Lose. Oh! oh Jets game? One, two, three, four. <laughs> Hoskins may cut him off. All right, seven and four at the Eagles. Lose. Seven and five coming oh. off the bye at the Chiefs. Seven and, six, seven and six home for the Cowboys. Win. Oh, come on, buddy. Eight and six at the Chargers. Lose. Eight and seven home against the Patriots. Lose. Oh, no, no. Eight and home. Patriots win. All right. Uh, and then at the Dolphins. Lose. You just had the Bills miss the. So, hold on a second. Chris, are you a Bills fan? He's a Patriots well, let's fan. just say I uh, went through a lot of agony with those four Super Bowl losses in the last playoff Scarred. losses, and they got to prove to me, Mister Eisen, they got to prove me to make it to the Super Bowl and win. Other than that, they're posers to me, as far as I'm concerned. All right, oh, that's an old school. So wait a minute, hold on a second. That a real, that's Mike a real Hoskins, fan. Hold on. Mike, Mike Hoskins uh, has confirmed you sound like your accent is Buffalo. 
So you are legit. Niagara Falls. Niagara yeah. Falls. Okay, very good. Hey, well, I'm not from Buffalo. I, I don't consider myself from Buffalo. Niagara Falls. That's close enough. Although I think Bill's Nation will think you're all wet. Thank you. Wow. Over the barrel? Best dad ever. Yeah, Thank you for the, the call, Chris, in South Carolina. So what did he wow. have? Tell that us the that first ten one. and seven? Nine and eight. Yeah, that's Nine and eight. eight. He has them losing to yeah, the Jets. Yeah, they lose both games twice. to the Jets. Hey, by, by the way, way, if the Jets beat the Bills twice, you, they, you they're winning the division. Correct, Chris? TJ? Uh, correct. Uh, yeah. Remember, 9-8, and Dolphins were 9-8 and last year. 9-8 and made the playoffs. Remember before he started, I said, am I going to be mad about this? I am mad about that. There's no way they go 9-8. You don't know. I would take the over on that. I'll take the over. Again, like I said before, I just don't know how much the Bills improved in the offseason. Yes, hold on a second. In comparison to the rest of the AFC East. Trey White's back. He was gone. That's an automatic improvement. Von's, Von Miller is gone. Now he's back. That's yeah. an automatic improvement. There's older, hopefully older there's player hope, coming off there of will a not be, There will hopefully not be the, a snowstorm of the century that forces them to play a home game in Detroit, right? True. That's true. There will hopefully be no nothing like Demar Hamlin or what happened off the field yes. in Buffalo. Yeah. True. Yeah. true. True. These are true. all off the field true. stuff that they couldn't control, and they got better in the draft. And free agency. And that's still Josh friggin' Allen out there. Yeah. Come on. Nine and eight. Nine and eight. I actually like Nine the real Bills. Chris like in that. South Carolina zigged when everybody's yeah, zagging. Right. See, I like that. The two nah. Jets losses, he's nuts. Uh, so he thinks Bills are out. No, I think you, I don't think you'll the, beat him once. The Bills would be out because they both they get swept by the Dolphins and the Jets. There's no way. Hoskins yeah. just banned the, the Chris. The Bills are not going. Hey, listen, man. I... Hey, the Bills man. are not going two and four in division. No they way. sweep the Patriots, but get swept by the Dolphins and the Jets. There's no way. Seems unlikely. <laughs> What's more likely? Seems unlikely. Not that. All right, though. But you know, it's like our our rule here. When uh, whenever a player gives, you know, puts a crazy ass soundbite out in the world, we don't criticize them. We say thank you for the content and move on. So to Chris in South Carolina, two salute nine and eight. I don't think that's happening. What's more likely, nine and eight Bills or fifteen and two uh, Denver Broncos? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not, I don't answer that. that. Chris doesn't even think that I can do that. Hour number three, my top five preseason performances of the final week coming up. I could do that one. Nine and eight Bills. I mean, oh no, stop! The Broncos aren't winning fifteen games, <laughs> so it's nine and eight Bills. What else oh, we got like here? We had. Uh, I think while you were gone as well, Corbin in Texas had the Ravens thirteen and four. Jeez, oh. people, people <laughs> were. Written, they were written like, all this down. This is like this. What, what are you smoking, committed? bro? Give me something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody, everyone's calling call. now to do this to play this. Game. I love it. Exactly. It's a fun game. I like Mike it. Mike in North Carolina matched Al, our Al, in Dallas with the Giants at eleven and six. That's actually okay. That's, that's I mean really, that's yeah. semi-realistic. That's Andrew in Minnesota had the Vikings twelve and five. Quincy Isaiah. Well, his thirteen was and four the Lions, and Terzo in Iowa with twelve and five. Who's the other person who called in about the Niners? Two people have done. Terzo pointed out that he had the Niners losing Week One. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah. The Steelers and the Niners. What a Week One game! How great was that chat with Tomlin, man? That's gonna. I I can tell this right now because after the after the show we have our meeting saying this should be a reel on our Instagram and TikTok. Me asking Mike Tomlin, do you play the nobody believes in his card? And he just like, nah, I nah. Mean, my, my guys know I don't care. They know I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's the best. I love Mike Tomlin. It would not be genuine for me to do that. It would fall flat. Everyone would be like, wait a minute. No. You tell us that don't pay attention to the outside noise. <laughs> God, I love that guy. <laughs> Hour three is for us. Don't go anywhere. It'll be fun.